The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome back to the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Van Vieren. And today's episode is called, How Does Faith Work? I know that's a question that a lot of people have. And there are those that have actually left the faith movement. Yes, they're still Christian. Yes, if something had to happen to them today, they will step over into eternity and spend eternity with love himself. But they don't bother using their faith at all. Anyway, let's get into a word of prayer and get into today's Bible lesson. Lord, in the precious name of Jesus, we come before you. Lord, I want to thank you for this awesome, awesome revelation. Lord, thank you for speaking to me about this very thing for the last couple of years, Lord. Thank you that you were able to get it through to me. And uh, Lord, I believe this is a message that everyone, everyone needs to hear, Lord. Praise God. So Lord, use me. Use me today. Lord, I'm all yours. I'm a vessel for your honor. And uh, say what you need to say. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. So there's a lot of Christians out there. There are those that use their faith and there's those that don't use their faith. Now, the ones that don't use their faith, either they don't know how to use their faith or they've maybe tried faith and it didn't work. Or maybe there's so much pressure on their flesh that they have to do something in the natural straight away. There's a lot of reasons why people don't use their faith, and I'm talking about Christians. We know that sinners aren't trusting God for anything, and when they do, it is for their salvation. Praise God. So this message that I'm about to share with you, this is something that the Lord has been speaking to me for the last couple of years. As a matter of fact, from the year 2017, I remember very specifically, 2017 was a turning point in my life, and the Lord began speaking to me about His love. He was always talking to me about His love, but 2017 is the year that I started dialing in and hearing what He had to say. And there were certain things that He's been speaking to me about the love message that I've been downloading and I've been seeking the Lord further on certain things that I didn't understand concerning the love message. But uh, the whole time, the whole time, the Lord has been speaking to me about this very thing. And uh, I think this is what the world and a lot of Christians don't understand about the topic of supporting the gospel financially, supporting your ministers. You know, like a minister, his full-time job, if I can use that term job, it's, it's actually a calling. It's a holy calling. And I'm talking about those that are actually called by God. I'm not talking about those ministers that call themselves into ministry, but a minister spends literally his life seeking the Lord on different revelation from the word that he or she can actually deliver to the body of Christ. This is something that the average Christian doesn't do. Why? Because they got their full-time careers, they got their jobs, they don't have time to spend years seeking the Lord on different revelations. And like the Apostle Paul said, he said it's actually a right for a minister to be supported financially. And then he said this, If we have sown unto you spiritual things, is it a great thing if we shall reap your carnal things? This is what the Apostle Paul has said. The same Apostle Paul that met Jesus Christ. The same Apostle Paul that wrote most of the New Testament. 
And I just think that Christians just don't want to part with their money because they don't see the word as valuable. They place more value on their material things than what they do on the word. But you know what? The word is valuable. And the word will last forever. But your material possessions won't. And I just believe that things will start changing in your life when you start placing more value on that preached word. And you start valuing your ministers more. But anyway, um, this message is called, How Does Faith Work? And like I said, this is something that the Lord has been dealing with me for the last couple of years on. So we're going to go to the book of Galatians, and we're going to start by reading chapter 5, verse 6. It says, For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. I have to read that last part again. But faith which worketh by love. Now, this scripture is well known. A lot of Christians can quote it. And if you had to ask random Christians, do they know the scripture? A lot of them will say yes. So people know this verse of scripture, faith which worketh by love. But here's the problem. A lot of people say they know this verse of scripture, but they don't truly know it. Because if they did know it, they would have made changes in their life, and they haven't. But yet they will fight with you and say, yes, they know it. They know it. They don't know it. They have not made changes in their life. And they are still struggling to see the end of their faith. And the Bible says, faith which worketh by love. If your faith is not working, then it's clearly a problem in the love department. Now, when Christians hear the love message, they automatically think it is God wanting us to walk in love with others. Now, yes, that is scriptural. Jesus gave a commandment to us to love a neighbor. And that commandment we know came straight from the top. But it didn't start with loving others. It started with believing that the Father loves us. If we turn to the book of 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, it says, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And you know the famous scripture, John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. It starts with us knowing in our hearts that the Father loves us. Now, if we jump to 1 John chapter 4, verse 19, it says, We love him because he first loved us. Another translation reads like this, We love because he first loved us. You cannot love other people if you don't know the Father really loves you. Yes, the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. But we need to receive his love by faith. We need to grow our faith in the truth that he loves us. When we start seeing how valuable we are, that the Father has our back, that the Father will never leave us nor forsake us, that He is faithful and just to us, that He is a good God to us, it's going to be easier to see value on other people. Do you see that? You're not going to see value on other people if you don't know that you're valuable. It doesn't start with loving others first. It starts with believing that He loves us. That's why a lot of people's faith doesn't work. Because the Bible says, faith which worketh by love. They don't believe that God really loves them. Yes, they can quote a lot of love scriptures. Doesn't mean they believe. To know something and believe something is two different things. And if it wasn't, the Apostle John wouldn't have put those two terms in one sentence. We have known and believed. You can know a lot of things but not believe it. When certain people are on trial, they can say they're innocent. You can know that, but it doesn't mean you believe it. You can believe something completely different. You can believe that they're guilty, but yet you know that they say they're innocent. You see that? That's why people have been failing. 
That's why Christians haven't been able to get that love walk down. That's why people have more faith in doctors and hospitals than what they do in the healer himself. That's why people put their trust in high brick walls, electric fences, cameras, armed response, and they don't have any trust in the protector because they don't believe that they are loved. I found this out personally when I was believing God for my healing. I just could not receive my healing. And when I prayed it out, the Lord said, you don't believe how much I love you. And when I started going in that direction and I started seeing him as a father and me as his son, and I got the revelation of how much the father loves me, that he sacrificed his own son for me, it became easy to receive my healing because my faith was able to work. I was able to put my trust in him. But I guarantee you this, it's going to be very hard for you to operate in faith if you don't know that he loves you. And listen, this message shouldn't just be applied when you're trying to get something from the Lord. It needs to be your foundation. This is something that you should be receiving every day. You should always be listening to love teachings. You should always spend time reading the love scriptures. You should always witness it to yourself. Speak to yourself about it. Some people might say, you know what, people think I'm mad if I do that. You do it anyway. When someone makes you cross and you jump into your car and you're going somewhere and you're like, oh, man, that person is of the devil. And you speaking to yourself. Listen, people speak to themselves all the time. Use that for your benefit. Wake up in the morning and say, my father loves me. I am his son or a daughter. And you can say, man, he has my back. Because he loves me, I know that he's revealing more of himself to me. He's helping me to become a better person. He's doing that for me because he loves me. You can add it in everything. I know God sent his word and healed me because he loves me. That's why he healed me. You can spend time reading the Gospels and you'll see that Jesus did everything out of compassion for everyone else. Because he knew that he was loved. He had that personal one-on-one relationship with the Father. He was never alone. He knew his Father was with him. He knew his Father was leading him. And when you're standing in front of Lazarus' tomb, he said, Father, I thank you that you always hear me. He knew he had a father. He knew that the father loved him. And we need to develop that mindset. Listen, faith doesn't work any other way. The Bible says that God is love. The Bible says that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So you can say it like this. Love has dealt to every man the measure of faith. That's why faith works by love. Because faith came out of love. Listen, folks, faith doesn't work any other way. Some people are trying to operate in faith even without the Bible. You can't do that. It's not going to work. You can't try and use your faith without receiving his love first. Why do you think the Apostle John was so powerful? He said, I'm the disciple whom Jesus loves. He was meditating. He was speaking to himself about it. He was putting that into his heart. He ran with it. And let's be honest, he has been a tremendous blessing to the body of Christ. So this is something that I don't want you to spend years studying out. I spent years studying this out. I spent years talking to the Lord about this. And all that was for everyone else's benefit because, like I said, us ministers, we spend sometimes years seeking the Lord on something just to hand it to a person on a silver platter. This is what the Lord has called us to do. But I'm telling you right now, if the Bible says faith which worketh by love, and it does say that, then that's the truth. If you are trying to operate in faith without his love, that's why I believe that so many people just left the faith movement because they don't see anything happening in their life. They try and chalk up faith to just praying a simple prayer and just walking off and saying, okay, Lord, it's in your hands now. 
But faith is more than that. Faith is to be so convinced that your father is going to meet your needs. I like what the Amplified Classic says. It says, faith is the title deed of what we hope for. Faith works. And I thank the Lord for having so much mercy on me over the years. I've trusted the Lord for many different things in many different areas. Not just one area. And God has been so good to me because he is a father. And he met so much of my needs. And I'll always be thankful for what he has done for me. But he also knew there's a time coming when I'm going to understand the love message. I'm going to understand that you need to receive it first before you can give out love. And listen, when you are walking in that love and you're just receiving his love every day, every day, with whatever you fellowshiping with the Lord about, with whatever you're praying about, whatever you're doing in the natural, you're going to keep growing in it. Like when you go to work, you might be working in the world. You might not even be in your God-given calling yet. But when you show up at work and you're like, Father, I know you're going to help me today. Because you love me, you're going to give me an amazing day. You're going to work through me. You're going to help me to be a blessing to the company that I work for, to the people around me, to our clients. Lord, because you love me, that's why I trust you, Lord. I believe you. And you start developing that attitude. Man, that's just going to switch your faith on. Listen, it's exciting to operate in the supernatural. It really is. And you get to be a testimony to everyone around you, whether it's your family or your work colleagues or your friends. You get to be a testimony. You get to share what you did to get those results. And in turn, they're going to start thinking about it. And they're going to be like, oh, if Susan did it, I can do it. How awesome is it to be living here on earth, but operating in the supernatural? How awesome is it to walk in the supernatural to the point where everyone around you says, surely God is real. He really is real. The stuff that's been happening in their life, it's not natural. Stuff like that just doesn't happen, but it's happening to them. God is real. That's what we're here for, folks. We're here to be a son or daughter of the Most High God. We're here to love Him. We are here to love each other. We're here to be a blessing to everyone. That was God's original plan. When He blessed Adam and Eve, and He said, go out there and take this blessing. Take it around the world and multiply and replenish the earth. It is exciting stuff to flow in the supernatural. And you do that... By receiving his love first because faith which worketh by love. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and so into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.